The Trinity Center for Spiritual Living appreciates your selecting our podcast service as a part of your spiritual journey. The TCSL podcast has over 1,000 downloads a month worldwide by individuals just like you seeking to expand their spiritual magnificence. To express your gratitude and donate for the good you hear and the growth you experience from our lesson, visit our website at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate. As you donate, affirm, my offering affirms my commitment and my willingness to be an inlet and an outlet for the abundant good and energy of divine spirit. Somewhat modern day version of the same prayer, just in a more new thought vernacular. And so we're going to ask, thank you, Glenn. It's like having your own personal Vanna White. (laughs) It's one of those days. Y'all should have known that coming in, right? So we've rephrased them. And what we'd like for you to do is listen now with new ears, new mind, new heart. And that you're actually going to find the words on your affirmation card this week. But here's how it reads. The light of presence surrounds me. The love of spirit embraces me. The power of source sustains me. The essence of spirit guides me. Wherever I am, God is. What do you think? Like that? Did an honor to Dr. Peel? I certainly hope so. And so, bless you. And so I'm going to ask you that you take out your affirmation card and that we all affirm this together, whatever volume you feel comfortable with. The light of presence surrounds me. The love of spirit embraces me. The power of source sustains me. The essence of spirit guides me. Wherever I am, God is. Awesome. See, for those thinking, I can't believe they read that. (laughs) Look, that's just the law of cause and effect playing out. Because like always attracts like. There's always another smart you-know-what in the crowd. Just like me. All right. So look, we don't care which version of this affirmative prayer you resonate with. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you choose to call the omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent creative energy of the universe doesn't matter to anyone, period. Why, one of my favorite terms of source or God comes from Dr. Erling Castellaw, who's no longer on this plane of action, but she was a minister in our teaching for quite some time, and she called God Big Sweet. Awesome. And her term for spirit takes this power affirmative prayer to a whole new level of resonating intimacy. Resonating intimacy. And so once again, we're going to ask you just just to hear this affirmative prayer with open ears, heart, and mind. The light of my big sweetie surrounds me. (laughs) The love of my big sweetie embraces me. The power of my big sweetie sustains me. The essence of my big sweetie guides me. Wherever I am, my big sweetie is. So we can look at this at one of two ways. It's a prayer of oneness with the divine, 
or it's a prayer for anyone before they log on to Match.com. It's just, regardless, the prayer reworded with Dr. Castellaw's words, it shifts it, doesn't it? It shifts it into a whole new meaning. It produces a whole new feeling. And it's not a better or worse feeling. It just isn't. It's what feeling did it produce in you? Is it one that you resonate with? Is it one that says, when I recite these words and I do them out loud and I do them with feeling and with, with intention, I know that I am living in alignment with source. That's what we're looking for. And it's up to you, not me, to decide which version of these affirmative, affirmative prayers resonate with you. So we're gonna once again ask that you do this affirmative prayer together. And as we affirm this prayer together, whenever you feel called, if you feel called, change the word on your affirmation card denoting presence or God with big sweetie or whatever word choice you have for spirit. So here we go. The light of my big sweetie surrounds me. The love of my big sweetie embraces me. The love of my big sweetie sustains me. The essence of my big sweetie guides me. Wherever I am, my big sweetie is. Dr. Holmes wrote this in The Science of Mind. Most, if not all, are familiar with this quote by now. He said, what did he say? I'm telling you. He said, there's a power for good in the universe, and you can use it. Look, the fun we just had was to make a point. And the point is this. You must choose what you call source, spirit, God, presence, big sweet. It doesn't matter what you refer to the divine as. What matters is this question. Are you using the power for good in a manner which evokes a feeling, a vibrational awareness and alignment from a state of consciousness that with source, as spirit, through presence, as you, you have nothing to fear, nothing to worry over, and nothing before you which may ever produce anxiety. And are you utilizing this power for good from a consciousness of inspiration or desperation? Our intent, dare we say our image for it this morning, because this is what we're talking about all month long, utilizing the power of imaging, right? Our intent is for you to leave here with a willingness, just a willingness, to embrace the spiritual tools and practices that allow you to live as the powerful expression of source you are here to be. Always actively initiating an energy of inspiration that provides you the means to ending worry and manifesting your desired image. And that's the title of our lesson this morning, Ending Worry and Manifesting Your Desired Image. So I want to share a little parable. It's one of my faves, and it's about these two guys, and they end up they're out on a boat somewhere and they end up shipwrecked on a deserted island, right? Worse than Gilligan's. There's, there, there's no radio, there's no professor in Marianne, right? 
And so one guy, one of the guys, he's just freaking out. And he's saying, you know, we're never going to get away from here. We'll never be found. And you could just feel, feel his fear and his anxious perceptions about the predicament were just pouring out of him. And the other guy just kind of strikes, eh, not a big deal. Don't worry about it. <coughs> we're going to be rescued, and I'm 100% confident we'll be rescued sooner rather than later. After all, I make $100,000 a week. Everything is going to be fine. And the first guy looks at him, he's like, looking at him like he's nuts. What do you mean you make $100,000 a week? What does that have to do with how we're going to get off this deserted island? And the second guy says, yeah, that's right. I earn $100,000 a week. And I tithe 10% every week. Trust me, my pastor will find me. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm putting a low jack on that guy. Here's the moral. We have a choice when facing the issues of life. The choice is to operate from an energy of desperation or an energy of inspiration. A state of consciousness which produces the mental images of something to fear or worry over, or a state of awareness, which looks every situation head on, the good and the not so good, from a causative knowing that affirms and claims, affirms and claims, the light of presence surrounds me, the love of spirit embraces me, the power of source sustains me, the essence of my big sweetie guides me. Wherever I am, God is. That's our choice. In the power of imaging, Dr. Peel wrote this. He said, you are greater than anything that can happen to you. You are greater than anything that can happen to you. This is a basic fact about human beings and their problems. And we're in 100% agreement with Dr. Peel. You are greater than anything that can happen to you, and this is a basic spiritual truth about you. So why do we state this so emphatically? Why do we know it like we know like we know? Well, we know that because the light of presence surrounds you. The love of your big sweetie embraces you. The power of source sustains you. The essence of spirit guides you. Wherever you are, God is. In its fullness, in its happiness, in its joy, in its ability to flow through you with infinite ease for you to overcome any falsely perceived obstacle. Wherever you are, God is. And you live that awareness. You operate in that awareness. The moment you, a situation arises, and those are your first words. Not, oh my God, how am I going to get out of this? Are we following the difference here? Esther Hicks said this. She said, being happy is the cornerstone of all that you are. Nothing is more important than that you feel good. And you have absolute and utter control about that because you can choose the thought that makes you worry or the thought that makes you happy. The, th the things that thrill you are the things that worry you. You have a choice in every moment. So the question is this, as we said, what is, 
What is the level of consciousness that we're operating from when an issue arises? Not saying, what is the level of consciousness where issues never arise? Because that's, that will happen for us all someday, but we won't be on this plane of action when it does. Okay? So we have to learn how to spiritually and positively heal and transform the issues before us today. So what is the default activation of your imagination? The default activation of your imagination. Does it, this default activation, does it create images of desperation or inspiration, worry or passion, anxiety or peace, despair or joy? An individual's default activation of their imagination is not reflective of who they are or what they are. The default activation of their imagination is only reflective of how they've been conditioned up to this point within their journey to perceive issues as issues arise, what they were taught and what they accepted, which conditioned their consciousness to a default, to default to a response of either desperation or a default to a response of inspiration. Your natural state of awareness. Your natural state of awareness, once we peel everything else away, is one of joy. It's one of peace. It's one of excitement. It's love of authority and goodwill. What we need you to get is all else is conditioned. All else is a part of who we are as a result of how we have chosen to perceive that which is before us. Somebody once says you said you can tell the size of your God by someone can tell the size of their God by looking at the size of their worry. Right? The longer the, looking at the size of their worry list, the longer their list, the smaller their God. We would only add to that the longer their list is the lower vibrating frequency of alignment. The longer the worry list, the lower the vibration. The lower the vibration. Why is this important? Because we're now talking about worry and fear. Don't worry, be happy? Absolutely. Don't fear, be joyful. So we want to refresh in memories and also point out a little bit. We all know how we, we claim or what we know fear to be. Uh, I claim fear to be frequency emitting at rock bottom. Right? That's our acronym for fear. And what's happening with fear is this. That lower vibration is going out into the universe. The law of effect is kicking in. And it's saying, this is what I'm offering the universe in this moment. Please, sir, may I have another? Or please, goddess, may I have another? Just take equal time. That's all I'm saying. Right? So please, universe, may I have more of this? So look, the universe doesn't tell us what to offer. That's our choice. So we have to get clear that if I'm in this automatic activation of my imagination where it's producing fearsome and worrisome thoughts, I have to take control of that and condition myself to begin creating something else. And the very first thing I do with that, the very first way I do that is by resonating with something that allows me to know the power of God that I am is greater than anything that is before me. That is the purpose of your affirmation card. Is it going to change overnight any problem you may face today? Probably not. 
I know that's not what you wanted to hear. Okay? If it did, you'd all be sitting in new chairs on new carpet right now. <laughs> <laughs> what it will do is begin refocusing, reconditioning your consciousness. What it will do is over time is allow us to always have that knowing first as opposed that know, that knowing first that we'll be able to surpass any issue before us as opposed to entering into a worrisome and fearful state of consciousness. Zig Ziglar said, worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles, it takes away today's peace. Oh my. Don't you just hate it when somebody says a piece of truth and it comes up and slaps you in the face? <laughs> Oh my God. It's like, oh, I get that. Really? You got it? <clears throat> you believe it? Of course you do. The question is, can you practice it? Can you set your intent to begin practicing that level of truth? Meaning, if my automatic default is one of worry, can I set my intention today to begin reconditioning myself so that my automatic default within my imagination is inspiration. The answer to that is yes. You just have to be willing. So our recommended activity to begin this practice is to set that intention to change your default activation of your imagination, should it needs to be changed, right? And, and to fully practice the power of imaging from that level of consciousness which initiates the solution first, the solution first, out of the wellspring of your soul. Because that's what we're tapping into. All right. One more time. Or, yeah, one more time. I'd like for us to do this affirmation card one more time. And I want you again to replace it, the word, source, God, presence, big sweetie, with whatever you feel comfortable with, okay? So let her rip. The light of presence surrounds me. The love of spirit embraces me. The power of source sustains me. The essence of spirit guides me. Wherever I am, God is. See, that was first. That was your first foray into changing, transforming your consciousness. So let's let it continue. I want to share a great letter with you and a story. And it's about a young fellow, and his grandfather has just passed away. And so he had to take the responsibilities of cleaning up his grandfather's belongings. And in doing so, he found an envelope. And on the front of the envelope were the words, to my grandson. And so he opened the, the letter and he read the letter and here, here's what the grandfather wrote to him. Dear Ronnie, years ago you came to me for help. You said, Grandpa, how is it that you've accomplished so much in your life? You, you're still full of energy and I'm already tired and struggling. How can I get that same enthusiasm you've got? I didn't know what to say to you then, knowing my, but knowing my days are numbered, I figured I owe you an answer. So here it is. 
I believe, and I think a lot of what it has to do with how a person looks at things. I call it keeping your eyes wide open. First realize life is filled with surprises. Many are good ones, and if you don't keep watching for them, you'll miss half the excitement. Expect to be thrilled once in a while, and you will be. When you meet up with challenges, welcome them. They'll leave you wiser, stronger, and more capable than you were the day before. When you make a mistake, be grateful for the things it taught you. Resolve to use that lesson to help you reach your goals. It's important to decide exactly what you want. Keep your mind focused on it and be prepared to receive it. But be ready to end up in some new places too. As you grow with the years, you'll, you'll be given even bigger shoes to, feel, to fill. So be ready for endings as well as beginnings. Sometimes we have to be brave enough to move from the familiar to the unfamiliar. Life isn't just reaching peaks. Part of it is moving from one peak to the next. And if you rest too long in between, you might be tempted to quit. Leave the past in the past, climb the next mountain, and enjoy the view. Dump the things that weigh you down emotionally and spiritually. When an old resentment, belief, or attitude becomes heavy, lighten your load. Shed those hurtful attitudes that slow you down and drain your energy. Remember, your choices will create your successes and your failures. So consider all the pathways ahead and decide which ones to follow. Believe in yourself. Get up and get going. And be sure to take breaks once in a while. They'll give you a renewed commitment to your dreams and a cheerful, healthy perception of the things that matter to you most. Most of all, never give up on yourself. The person that ends up a winner is the one who resolves to win, giving life everything you've got. Give life everything you've got, and life will give its best back to you. Love always. Grandpa. Love Grandpa's wisdom. Love Grandpa's wisdom. And here's the deal. Some of us don't have Ronnie's grandpa. That's okay. We've got Grandpa's letter. And Grandpa's letter basically is saying, you know what, we can't change everything that comes our way. We can only change our attitude. We can only change our perception. We can only change that which we know we can transform. And when I'm stuck with this idea, this awareness that wherever I am, God is, wherever you are, God is, that means all things are possible for you and through you. That doesn't mean some of the stuff. That doesn't mean just the easy stuff. That means the big, gut-wrenching, sometimes scary stuff. It does exist. We're not saying it does. We're simply saying, doesn't exist to stop you. It exists to prove how powerful you are. Once you got that, and you begin retraining that default activation of your imagination, all bets are off. 
you're going to be jumping from peak to peak. So Holmes said this. He said, right thought, constantly poured into consciousness, will eventually purify it. Discord might be likened to a bottle of impure water. Healing might be likened to the process of dropping pure water into the bottle a drop at a time until the whole bottle of water is clean and pure. You'll follow that analogy, right? So you've got a bottle of unpure water, dirty water, and then one drop at a time, one drop of pure water coming in. And as each drop goes into the unpure bottle, it begins to dissolve the impurities. Such it is with the affirmation that you've been given today, should you feel the need to use it. Each affirmation, each reading, each accepting of the words on that card is one drop. One drop. And you know what happens when you begin to get rid of all that muck? Right? Every time you see dirty lake water, you mean all that muck. The first thing that happens is, oh, I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now, and the muck is going. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had you sing that. I'll remember that next time. That was my first entry into singing publicly. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well. So look, that muck is fearful thought. That muck is worry. I, I love this. The dictionary defines wor the word worry, or, or the act of worry is this. To torment oneself with disturbing thoughts. That's how the dictionary defines worry. To torment, one's to torment oneself with disturbing thoughts. So I know if I was in a ministerial session and I was to say to someone, how often do you torment yourself? Someone's <laughs> going, what? what are you talking about? Right? But if I ask, how often do you worry? Oh, well, no, Reverend Tony. I'm up every night worrying. We need to change that. Worry is a waste of your creative spiritual essence. It is a waste of your spiritual power and resources that you have right now today residing within your consciousness. And you can begin utilizing those divine resources and train them to so that the default activation of your imagination is always, always, always offering inspiration as opposed to desperation. We want you to begin enjoying your journey. And the way we begin enjoying our journey, knowing that when we leave this plane of action, like Dr. Erling Castellaw has done, we're going, man, that was fun. Let's do it again. That was a great ride. I'll go back, can I? Right? Someone wrote this once. They said, I love this quote. Life should not be a journey to the grave with the intention of arriving, arriving safely in an attractive and well-preserved body, but rather to skid in sideways a glass of champagne in one hand, chocolate bar in the other, body thoroughly used up, totally worn out, worn out, screaming, wahoo, what a ride. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's keeping us from having that fantastic ride is what? 
the choice of worrying and fear. That is it. That is it. That is the only thing keeping us from that. Not the experience, but the choices we make when faced with the experience. We want you to have a fantastic ride. If you think your ride is pretty good right now, great for you. Let's make it better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where's my true that? <laughs> your infinite potential, your infinite good, wherever you are, God is. You, you think it's great? Wonderful. I love for it to be great. Let's shoot for awesome now. People say life begins at 40. Hell, I'm thinking life begins at 50, 56 right now. How old am I? Train your energy of thought to a level where the default activation of your imagination only ignites joyful inspiration and peaceful confidence in your ability to know, claim, and create that all is well within your journey. You hold the spiritual tool necessary in your hand right now to do just that. Last week, we gave you a powerful visioning process. It's online. It's being recorded. And that visioning process was to allow the image of you as being that powerful expression of source, that omnipotent spiritual being in the here and now, effortlessly creating, demonstrating, transforming all that you choose. That process is online. Now, admittedly, remember this. Those that were present last week, those of you that were not present last week, it's online. You can go and listen to it and then tie that $10,000 so I can buy that load track. Now, in that visioning exercise, what did we do? We didn't do anything. We allow the expression of source to come forward as it was expressing through us. Right? That was our intent. As that powerful expression, that omnipotent spiritual being. That was source's job. Now it's our job to begin making, being, ensuring that we have the vehicle receptive to demonstrating that truth. And we do that by reconfiguring, reconditioning our consciousness. So I want to close this morning with words of inspiration intended to inspire, inspire and ignite the creative essence of the divine thriving as you right now. And so I'm going to invite you to close your eyes once more and just hear these words, accept these words as your own. The light of presence surrounds me. The love of spirit embraces me. The power of source sustains, sustains me. The essence of spirit guides me. Wherever I am, God is. Once more, the light of presence surrounds you. The love of spirit embraces you. The power of source sustains you. The essence of your big sweetie guides you. Wherever you are, God is. Open your eyes. That's the image we hold for you. It's time for you to pass to accept us, passing it on. And so is our lesson.
All right, if you would please say the tithing affirmation with me. Infinite mind. Infinite mind. In as and through me. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. Blesses and multiplies my tithe. It does its good and perfect work. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. Multiplied abundantly. And I'm so happy to share with you why the ushers are taking up our offering. Um, our sacred sound ensemble is playing for us today. Thank you again for selecting the Trinity Center for Spiritual Living podcast for your spiritual journey and for the expression of your generosity at trinitycenteratlanta.org forward slash donate.